Clear Channel's iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show. Better than before. An hour of beauty, health, fitness, and lifestyle advice from renowned columnist and author Jane Wilkins Michael and her guest, top experts in their fields. Join Jane's campaign to become better than before. Now, here she is, Jane Wilkins Michael. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show on iHeartRadio Talk. I'm Jane. I'm coming to you live from New York City. I want to thank you so much for being with us. Hello, Lori Houston, my fabulous producer. Hi, Jane. Well, we have a fabulous show today, as you know, and I just want to take a minute to tell you, to tell our audience, actually, how our guest today, Todd English, who is one of the most decorated, respective, and renowned chefs in the land, came to be on our show. Now, as you know, Lori, I'm a firm believer in the power of the universe, right? Yes. And I have been a fan of his for a very long time, and I always wanted him on the show. Well, the other week, my daughter Elise was in a shared Uber car, and the other passenger just happened to be the editor of Resident Magazine, which is a great magazine, and it also turned out she was a very good friend of Todd English. Well, the universe had obviously intervened with the help of Elise and Hillary, and Todd is here with us today. The universe has obviously spoken. <laughs> I, I hadn't. I, I had not heard that story. That's so funny. How about that's, that? That's a, a great story. <laughs> There's something to be said about shared Ubers, right? I tell you something. <laughs> I you, know, you, you, you never know. But Todd, <laughs> that's I, great. I, I want to tell uh, our audience a little bit about you. You are a genius when it comes to anything culinary. But being a superstar chef with a staggering number of accolades is only a small part of what you do. You write best-selling cookbooks. You establish one of the best-known restaurant brands in the world, including the Todd English Food Hall at the Plaza Hotel right here in New York City. You are a major TV personality. Oh, and yes, did I mention that you were named one of People Magazine's 50 Most Beautiful People. And to show that was you... A long, that was a- that was a long time ago, um, and uh, but but but, but I'm I'm still I'm still hanging I'm I'm hanging on to it as long as I can. <laughs> well, you know, you look you look exactly the same. But you know something, Todd, to prove how handsome and charismatic you are, I own all your name brand kitchen essentials, and I don't even cook. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I sold you, even though <laughs> that's right. Well, maybe one day you will. You never know. Well, maybe after the it's... show, you never, you never know. What can I tell you? <laughs> exactly. But, you know that. That said, uh, I I can take a blank page and I can create a story or dead air time mm-hmm. and create a radio show, but the best mm-hmm. I can do with raw food is maybe make a salad. <laughs> if that. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I could probably not uh, do a radio show. So see, we all have our our, our things in life. That's that's well, what it is. Do you think? Do you, but do you think we have an innate talent to cook that many of us haven't realized because it's sort of easier to order in? Who me? <laughs> <laughs> well, especially these days, <laughs> it's so I easy. Know. <laughs> you, you hang up the phone and it's at your door. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like that. <laughs> it's do great. We have in us to cook, though, do you think we have that innate talent? Yeah, everybody does. Um, you know. Uh, you know, it was, it was, it's something that is, uh, it's just, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be just simple, good things, you know, and I've, I've always been a big, 
promoter of that. I mean, you know, it, it, when you get a beautiful tomato from the farm in, out in the Hamptons or New Jersey or in the summertime in August and you put sea salt and extra virgin olive oil on it, that doesn't mean you need to be a good cook. It just means you need to, yeah, and it's delicious, you know. Oh, you don't do need that. to do anything else other than that. Yeah, you could do that. You but, see, see yeah. we're already learning. We're already, we're already off, and go, off to your new your new career. I'm already advanced. <laughs> this is AP cooking. What can I tell you? And if you want to get, yeah, if you want to go on the wild side, you can even put a little balsamic vinegar on it. Now you're, whoa, whoa wait a second. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh, now that's a little there you go. advanced. I'm going to start slowly. I'll start with the tomato. But you know something? In New York City, it's not that easy to find a really, really good tomato. I mean, I guess you can, but, you know, you yeah. go to a local yeah. supermarket and they don't, they don't have, they're not very tasty. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, it's, no, it's, 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 it's true. I mean, you you have to have your spots that you know, and you know, with uh, this time of year, the, there are farmers markets certain times of the week. You know, if you're in uh, Union Square, has an amazing one, and right. you know, um, they're the rock stars of the of the produce world. That's what I call them. You know, they are the celebrity producers of food, <laughs> but they make great food and they grow great vegetables. And it's like you know that kind of stuff is what you want to look for. Right. For sure. But you know something, yeah. Todd? I have a pillow that says, life is uncertain, eat dessert first. And then <laughs> I have another one that says, stressed is desserts spelled backwards. There is a theme here. You know, like, which would you rather have? So, but there's much talk today about wellness and mindfulness and finding a way to relieve our day-to-day stress. Isn't cooking and creating in the kitchen, isn't that a wonderful stress reliever? I know so many people that just love, you know, their time in the kitchen is their is their meditation. It's their time to just relax, to to you know de-stress, if you will. And uh, it's I I always I love it. You know, I it's, it's you know it's it's, it's sometimes I I just and no one will believe this, but I turn my phone off when I'm in the kitchen cooking with some friends, and you know it's such a lovely it's. My my place to you know, and I think for a lot of people, it's their place to just chill and hang out and have a good time and enjoy time with friends and family, or just by yourself, just you know, cooking away and and uh, you know, spending time with their tomato. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> with, with your tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, with your tomatoes. With, with my tomatoes. Well, you know, bonding with your tomato. Bonding with my tomatoes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know, I speak, think we're going to have to uh, have a new cookbook idea. We just we just, we just came up with one. <laughs> bonding with your tomatoes. There you go. I want an I want an autographed copy hot off the press. <laughs> you got it. You got the first one. <laughs> you know, you, you you speak of meditation. I remember that I was giving a lecture and I said, you know, I can't. It's hard for me to meditate because every time I meditate, I think and you know, all this stuff comes in my mind. Like, did I forget to pick a child up at after school, or did I leave a roast in the oven? And there was someone in the audience who knew me and said, no, 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 you would never think that you left a roast in the oven. <laughs> That's not what you're thinking. So. But I'm right, right. small. I will start small. But what is it about creating recipes and menus that you like the most? I mean, obviously, stress. It's, it, it, uh, professional cooking brings its own stress, obviously. But what is it that, that entices you all the time? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, well, I always say, you know, that we're not reinventing the wheel, you know, even in, a, in the sense of sort of what even music or anything, you know, the arts, yes, it's just a different interpretation of, of many things that we we're doing now. And, you know, so it's or has been have been done. Um, and I often inspire a lot of my cooking by looking back in history. I love food history. I love seeing what different cultures have done, you know, and they did even thousands of years ago and sort of looking at saying, okay, well, what is that? And how do we interpret that today? And look at those combinations, you know, 
uh, and how do those flavors go together and how do you elevate things to certain, you know, to modern standards and things that we want, you know, and things are always constantly moving. So, you know, I, in the sense that it's, can be fashionable, it can be for health reasons, it can be for many different ways to get to a dish. But, you know, what I always look for is just see the fact that you can, hey, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's simple, delicious, wonderful, interesting combinations. I always talk about, I, you know, I like to do common food in uncommon ways. And, and, and it may just be a seasoning. It may just be, you know, a spritz of caraway seed or a, uh, you know, a, a scratch of, uh, you know, nutmeg over the top of something. And it just brightens and takes it to some other level. And where sometimes you may not notice, sometimes it will smack you in the face. But you go, wow, that's amazing. And, and um you know, I have a whole sorts of philosophy on it. So, you know, it's it's I, I, my my ingredients are my notes that make the music of you know the symphony of food, yeah. um, and that's how I always have looked at it. And each of those ingredients, just as a, a, a you know, if you're listening to an opera or to an to an orchestra, all those all those notes and music and all those you know harmonies and et cetera are what make up that music as as well as what ingredients make up food so that's sort of how i always think of it did i answer the question yes and you know <laughs> in you're a long-winded way not, no 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 it's very good because you already inspired me i have nutmeg and i have caraway seed in my kitchen <laughs> see <laughs> you yeah, we're we we so are I'm already there. With, we, are, to, we are cooking now. And I have that's a tomato. It. I have balsamic vinaigrette. I have al- uh, alcohol. Yeah, that too. But and I have, have, uh, have <laughs> And you have all my pro- you have all my products. And I have so your cookware. I'm so I'm, I I want to I want to hear tomorrow on your show what what you made last t- tonight for dinner. <laughs> no, you're gonna shoot. I have your right. cell phone. <laughs> you're gonna. <laughs> oh, right. You do have my cell phone. <laughs> yeah, well, no time. No problem. Let's backtrack a little. I read somewhere that you wanted to be a baseball player. At one point in your life, did you decide to go on a different course, literally? Yeah. Uh, so take us on a little journey. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. I mean. Okay. So you got to understand, like, one of the. One of the things that no one ever really mentioned is that, you know, when I was growing up in the 60s and 70s, <laughs> uh, there was sort of no mention of becoming a chef. That was not sort of, you know, as a doctor, lawyer, I don't know, radio show host, you know, those are the things that were prominent, you know, and, but I it was certainly not becoming a chef in America in, in the 60s, 70s, and, and sort of even not even in the 80s. It kind of just began at the end, end of the 80s. Um, but uh, so, you know, obviously I would... Um, uh, growing up in an in an athletic family, I played a lot of sports. I loved loved you know loved it. Loved baseball. Um, but uh, in college, was hurt, got hurt, and had to take some time off. And started you know of course needed a job and started cooking. I started cooking again because I'd cooked in high school. Mm-hmm. So it kind of found me, you know. And I just found that I love it. And I worked under uh, a chef. You know, in those in those days, there really weren't a lot of. Um, you know, great American chefs. I just I call it the you know the chicken cordon bleu era, era you know, for, and frozen and 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 uh, and canned asparagus. Time. You know, that's literally what we were doing in those days. And um, chef inspired me. I went I went to school. I went. He had put me. He put, inspired me to go to the Culinary Institute of America, and uh, I kind of hit the ground running. Never looked back. 
Wow. And then how'd you go from being a master chef? Well, you know, I'd get the canned asparagus. That I still do, I have to tell you. I, I, I'm hesitant to admit that, you know, oh, my God. I, yeah, but I have the other well, stuff. Some of that stuff I actually like. I mean, I get canned, you know, cannellini beans in the can are perfectly fine. Black beans, yeah, all that stuff. But I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying we have other options now. <laughs> One thing I haven't sold in my collection is a can opener, if you've noticed. <laughs> oh, well. Maybe I have to now. Maybe I have to. I have to send you one. <laughs> I kind of think, think you have to. My hope would not be complete without a yes. top English yeah. can opener. So there. <laughs> the set, which we're going to talk about in a, in, a, in a minute or so. But then tell me, how did you go from being a master chef to owning restaurants and markets? I mean, you didn't just stop there. You took it to a whole different level. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of the evolution of what we're doing, and opportunities came up, and um, I, uh, you know, it, it, sort of a new way of uh, becoming a chef was sort of modern chefing is not necessarily um, being in the kitchen every day. I mean, I am in there. I am cooking almost every day when I can, and but I mean, it's not necessarily uh, just you know, kind of uh, chain to the stove anymore. There's a lot of other moving parts to it. It's, you know, t- touching tables. It's writing books. It's doing radio radio show interviews when you're right. you having the honor of being <laughs> oh, on your I, show. It's oh, I hear you. Really <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great stuff. This is what it's about. And, um, you know, to preach the gospel and to, you know, promote what you're doing and, do, and, and try to, um, you know, grow in many different areas. Now, just for a moment, describe the uh, the Plaza Hotel, the food, the Todd English mm-hmm. food hall in the Plaza Hotel. Now, the yeah. Plaza Hotel, as we know, is absolutely legendary. Now, it's it's yeah. it's not a small thing to have the entire food hall as yours. This is enormous. Mm-hmm. So, tell us what we'd find there. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, um, uh, well, when they the the owners, uh, the, the previous owners, um, actually. Uh, redid the plaza um, and converted it to condos and then the hotel as well. Um, they had sort of a a um, mall or shopping area downstairs in the basement and it wasn't really attracting customers in the retail world. And so um, uh, they asked us to put in, you know, what would we do? And I came and then we put, you know, why don't we create something like a food hall market, etc. like they do. And uh, I'd spent a lot of time in Tokyo and like Takashimaya, which doesn't exist anymore, but there or Kadave in Berlin, or if you even just look at the classical one, Harrods, you know, where there was mm-hmm. retail and shopping and cook, cooking and food all in one thing, and um, so that's how we we kind of started on you know with a small footprint, and you know we were burst into the scenes. We built another section, and that became very popular, and then we built the whole thing, which is now almost thirty thousand square feet, and I've got. Great purveyor, you know, great friends in here like Daniel Boulou. He's got a kiosk here, Francois Payard, you know. So we we brought in and I curated a lot of really things that I love around New York. So we could have a little New Yorkism in here and and some some of the international flavor as well. And it kind of just evolved into what it is now. And um, you know, where we had over a million people go through it last year, which is spectacular when no one used to even know that the basement existed at the plaza <laughs> so, yeah no, other, no, than I know. The, other than the banquet rooms I mean, it, well, it used to be uh trader joe's i guess people talked mm-hmm. about it a long time which was i guess a fun a fun spot 
so in the day. It was a day because no one could really remember that because they made these Mai Tais <laughs> that, that oh, were so right. <laughs> And no one got out of there remembering anything. This was a long time ago. Uh, yours is much healthier. Let me just say that. Um, oh yeah. And and you're opening another one in in Boston this week, and maybe another in New York City. Do I have that right? Yeah, we're doing uh, uh, in Times Square. We're opening American Market uh, in the old New York Times Building. So right on Schubert Alley. Uh, so it's going to be sort of a uh, dedicated more uh, very similar in style to the food hall but uh, a food hall but it's basically dedicated to um, um, uh, sort of the migration or the melting pot that America is and that's really so we're kind of pulling things from all over the country that have you know that you know that you know my relatives and many people's relatives came through um, came through uh you know Ellis Island and mm-hmm. lived in New York and brought some of their um homegrown stuff and you know how it got americanized and how uh how it's interpreted today and now you know if you think about what american cooking is it's really a melting pot of you know I don't know how many national you know nationalities but it is a certainly that collection and that uh you know whole uh, just uh, you know, the microcosm of great food, you know, in so many different ways that have now developed. And what we, I, I feel, is kind of has an has American uh, is American cooking, American cuisine today. Well, you haven't asked me to so, contribute my special tomato. I, I, I was. <laughs> with, I'm waiting. I was. <laughs> You can have a little kiosk was, just for me. That's right. We can have you and your, your tomato. You can just have tomato bond. Yeah, tomato, right? Get to know your tomato better. Get to know Plus. your tomato, and I'll come with your cookbook, right? How to make tomatoes. Everything's tomato. Um, It'll be tomato bonding. <laughs> we got the title. Hey. Um, and in Boston, are you doing a similar? Uh, yes. I mean, that's there. And, um, we're, you know, we have... Uh, uh, we're also doing some stuff internationally, so we're going. We're doing one in the Dubai Mall, in the new section of the Dubai Mall, the, fa- the fashion section of the mall. Uh, we're doing one in the Abu Dhabi Airport in Abu Dhabi. I mean, I'm exhausted just listening to this. <laughs> it's, how how do you physically do this? It's unbelievable. I I, I have a lot of good people. <laughs> And that's yeah, what I do, and, yeah. and a lot of and a lot of energy yeah. these days. Well, we're going um, we're going to talk about your lifestyle tips, but first let's talk about your um, your brand. Your your name is is a brand in itself. Um, what what is the philosophy behind your brand? Uh, you know, I think um, I think what's what what I've seen over the years now. You know, where it used to be, no one went in the kitchen, and now everybody hangs out in the kitchen. Um, and that's sort of the, the heartbeat of the soul of the house in most cases because, you know, people are either um, cooking and eating together or a lot of times, you know, the living room is connected to the kitchen. So everybody's always sort of in one room and, are, are, you know, um, and so I, I really felt like the, the lifestyle has grown out of the kitchen in many ways, sort of the way we eat, the way we drink. Um, what we drink, <laughs> right? <laughs> How we, <laughs> well, yeah, what we do with our tomatoes, all that kind of stuff. And I mean, it's so it's about um, um, that, and so. Uh, so everything that is related to it, and sort of what we sit on, and how we cook, and the knives we use, and the glasses we drink out of, the plates, and so, you know, and, um, and the cookware, I, I you know, ceramic cookware that I that I developed, and how that is 
you know, my brand. So I really believe, you know, I, I, I feel like the, the brand that I'm, I want to, you know, people to know me as it's about lifestyle. It's about having that great time in the, in your house and about all the joy and fun around cooking and being with friends and, and, and how big a part of that is and how important that is in, in one's life. I feel. Yeah, and what you're, and what you're, if you're, and if you don't have it, you're really missing out. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You very, know. very true. That, that is very true. That is true. Yeah. Now, Todd, yeah. um, you've obviously been doing this a long time, as as have I, um, and you've seen nutrition uh, evolve yes. over yes. the years. And I think people are looking in general for healthier options. And, you know, maybe out of New York City it's different. Um, I, I don't know because uh, here there's a juice bar and a yoga studio on every corner and gluten-free options in every restaurant. W- what are some of the trends? that I mean, is it healthier as food in general or people, you know, am I looking at it from the wrong angle here? No. Are you kidding me? Yes. I mean, it's, I've, I mean, I have been saying this since I got you know, out of school in 1982 that, you know, and lived in Italy and France and, you know, why do we have to put a label on our food that says it's organic when in most countries they don't have to say it's organic because it already is, you know, um, and that just assumed, you know, so we've come a long way um, in, in so many ways. I mean, but, and, and the demand for, you know, better quality food and for locally sourced and, you know, no, nothing pumped into our food. You know, we have to think about it. We, we are what we eat, and mm-hmm. that will never change. And, you know, they're discovering so many things about, you know, about how that, our, you know, food is our medicine, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, which it really is. I mean, we are what we eat, and we, we eat what, you know, and, and we, what we are, we eat, the, even the animals we eat, we eat what they eat. So we have right. to think about that, too. So... Um, you know, yes, it's extremely, um, it's extremely a big part of what we do now. And, uh, and I don't see that changing at all. I think it only, only is going to be even greater demands on it for sure. Especially, right. I don't know if, I don't know, my kids are in their twenties and, you know, I get a lecture every day about the environment, <laughs> about how, you know, how we're ruining our country and, and how we're ruining the planet and how we're ruining the, you know, the, the ecosystems and, you know, it takes, and we have to think about that. If you think about it, one, you know, they, you know, they tell me one, one cow, it takes 600 gallons of water to make one hamburger, you know, and things like that. How much, it, what, what's going on in our, and, you know, so those those are things we certainly have to pay attention to and say, okay, wait a second here. What is really going on? And are we are we really destroying our planet? And, and are we destroying ourselves? You know, would cancer be what it is if we were the diets we're eating? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Those are all the things that are out there. So, um, but the great thing is there's a lot of great options. And that's, and and what has come out of that is that there are, food is more delicious, food is more selective there's more variety there's more ways to eat it and we have more options and that you know um that's exciting <laughs> you know yeah, no, very uh, much so. we, ha- we haven't we haven't replaced our meals with pills yet and i hope that never happens <laughs> no unless you're an astronaut <laughs> <or something else. laughs> 
that might be that yeah. might be yet another profession you're going to go into the Todd English NASA diet. Right. So we'll take it up to, when we when we go to another planet here. Right, um, that's right. It seems right around the corner. Right. That's... I've always wanted to be the first the first chef in space, so I'm working on it. I'm going to have to call up Elon Musk or Richard Branson and see what they're cooking on there. <laughs> I wonder if you'd even eat in the three minutes you're in space. So I guess that might be, who knows? <laughs> I think they're going to Make a juice pot. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it works the other way. Uh, now, is right. one of your daughters a pastry chef, or was that, did I get this right? Uh, uh, my daughter cooks, yeah. She went to NYU and graduated, then went off and started cooking, and she's... Um, Working with a very uh, with uh, in the test kitchen at Williams Sonoma Corporate in San Francisco, and uh, loving life. She's crushing it out there, so she's doing great. She's uh, really enjoying uh, the kitchen. She's quite good, I must say, <laughs> quite talented. So we're really excited for her. Oh, that's well. My kids are in finance. Where did I go wrong? You know, I want them to. Be, I, I want them to. In fact, my son. I'm sort of telling you this out of school, but he he uh, he wanted to make a Valentine's dinner for his wife, and he she wanted a yeah. big potato. So he he pricked the potato. She says, "Prick the potato," and then he calls and he goes, "Which side do you put up?" <laughs> As if the little pricks would make a difference in how. <laughs> that's funny. You have to have some lifestyle um, advice for mm-hmm. us all. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to ask you what it is. Well, I learned when I my years in Boston, and I had the great, um, the great uh, uh, gift, if you will, or great great thrill to actually work with a wonderful teacher and mentor by the name of Julia Child. And um, Julia used to say, um, including her wine, everything in moderation. <laughs> Now I don't, I don't really live life in moderate in, in a moderation, but mm-hmm, so. certainly, <laughs> but certainly um, I try to you know look at food that way, and I you know make sure that I'm try you know try to get some form of exercise you know three or four days a week, and uh, and you know really um, you know be very conscientious of all those things, and it's it's something that um, I think uh, you know you see more and more of today, and that you know I think. Uh, we as chefs have to be very, very conscientious of modern diets and what people want, and you know, um, and, and you know, you know, is fat good or is fat bad? You know, I mean, you know, every other day you hear it's bad, every yeah. day you hear it's good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, butter's back. No, butter's bad. You know, <laughs> um, but you know, we have to think about all all those things. So, um, I. Try to just you know maintain a moderate way of living, and I mean you know from that standpoint, and try to do the same with my diet. So I mean, what's your favorite food? If you had you know a couple things that oh, you have to eat, every ounce of my half Italian, which is more than you know I can say, growing up Italian, you know, on my mother's side is a big bowl of spaghetti. Are you kidding me? I I, I crave it, you know, and I don't eat it as much as I used to do. Used to. <laughs> But there's nothing better in my life. <laughs> nothing I love more than a wonderful cacio e pepe, or you know, I make a fresh, fresh tomato sauce from your your favorite tomatoes. Oh, and, there you uh, go. You know, <laughs> Happy to help. Way to do the tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my contribution so. to your diet. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your tomatoes. B Y O T. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, and of course, you get your exercise just walking from through your food halls. I mean, that that in itself is your aerobics for for uh, the yes. day. I would I would think. So. Yes. 
Um, mm-hmm. So do you have any, before I let you go back to your enormous empire, which again is getting growing by leaps and bounds every single minute, um, yeah. what are some little quick takeaway advice that you live by? Do you think happy thoughts or do you not let stress get to you or if you don't, how do you do that? <laughs> Uh, uh, I have I have my moments of stress. Uh, I think, look, you know, I think uh, as much as you can, try to enjoy what you're doing and do enjoy it every day. You know, um, that is really all you can do. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you know, try to think of things and try to make things, uh, you know, that are going to, you know, obviously there's the day to day stuff, but in the in the in the in the sense that try to always, you know. Think forward. Imagine, you know, always picture yourself, oneself in that, um, you know, in the in the place you want to be. You know, I think imagination is important in life, um, and be able to use that as your motivation and your way to always, you know, uh, think positive and look forward. The glass is always half full, and that's how I always look at it. And things are meant to be in certain ways. So. Excellent, excellent advice. I just passed a, a liquor. I passed a liquor store the other day, and they said a glass is either half full or half empty, but you always have to fill it. So, <laughs> one, one, one way or another, right? Well, that so, and a really good gla- a glass of red wine. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, baby. You <laughs> I go. said, there you know, you and and right, and a, and a wonderful tomato salad, and your, you know, what, what more do you go. want? This Cr- is crack all, up some nice <laughs> Italian all wraps, bread. Wraps it up perfectly. <laughs> it's that. It's that. That simple. <laughs> It really is. Life is simple. Life is simple, or it should be. Simple, or that is. Um, thank you. You are just a sweetheart. Thank you so yeah, much. You, well, really, you for... are too. So I guess we should thank Uber for getting. Like, okay. I should thank Uber for getting us this without, interview. Without saying. <laughs> without saying. Um, is that how we can find you? Yes, that's right. Yep, toddenglish.com. All right, and then you have yes, all- and then my yeah, and my yeah, and at Chef Todd English is my uh, Twitter and my Instagram. Terrific. Well, we so if you guys follow me out there. Yes, for sure. And for thank sure. you again for being with us, everyone. That is our show. Thank you, Todd English. Thank you always. <laughs> thank and you. This is Jane Wilkins, Michael. I will see you soon. Until then, be wise, be well, be better than before. Have a question for Jane? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. The Jane Wilkins Michael Show is brought to you by Express Scripts and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.